0: CJ Peterson and welcome to The Journey is Real. We talk to real people with real passions who share our real portion of their hearts. Today my guest is actually going to be me and my husband Trevor Dallas um, We're going to be going through, kind of walking through the last year to find like our favorites, what inspired us and that sort of thing. Um, but we'll also explain why there's been such a break between the last one that was posted, I believe the end of December until now. Um, we've had a lot going on in the family so just sit back and relax and we're just going to enjoy a little bit of just basically family time I guess you could call it for the journey is real and talk a little bit about my husband's and my journey in regarding our property right now for the journey to fruitfulness blog Um, first of all welcome
1: well thanks for having me
0: (laughs) thank you for coming he's brave sometimes he doesn't often brave me on camera so I appreciate him coming so, you've listened to all the podcasts. I have. You're kind of a captive audience.
1: I guess I am.
0: <laughs> so, kind of appreciate that. Um, and I love how you support me and encourage me by doing that. So,
1: well, obviously, by supporting you, I support myself. So,
0: true. Um, so, what was your favorite one of the journey is real?
1: I think that's actually a really tough question to answer. I think. The one that really touched my heart the most would have to be Catholicans and Adoption. Mm-hmm. I think that one just really spoke to me. I think in another life, I either A, was adopted, or B, wanted to adopt.
0: Well, I was adopted. So obviously, it's close to both of our hearts. And that one was actually our most listened to podcast. And I did re- repost it throughout the different social medias last week. Um, my kind of that is my favorite as well but kind of the 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 one i give the most credit to is carrie cowan who talked about juvenile diabetes she was my guinea pig (laughs) she was the first one that said yeah i'll go ahead and i'll do it i'll be the first one and that's always a scary thing to do it's always a scary thing for you know the host itself but also as a guest and that was her first live interview as well um that's the one that i learned that you know 10 out of the 11 are audio only. So when she showed her dog and said, oh, this is honey. I'm like, okay, what does honey look like? (laughs) Because obviously those who are listening can't see honey, which is the dog. So you kind of learn things along the way that you have to kind of hit before recording the show to begin with. Um, Another one that was close to my heart though was Ryan Thomas's when we talked about Hope Store New Beginning Center. Um, being a domestic violence survivor. Obviously that one was close to my heart and I had actually been through Hope Store. So that was prior to my sweetheart right here, Trevor. So, um, but that one is close to my heart as well. Part portion of the proceeds of my books actually go to Hope Store. Um, A portion of the proceeds of my books also go to- um,
1: Well, probably one of the ones that hit closest to my home which was Nancy Carter from Airborne Angel Cadets of Texas. And that's because they support uh, the military and send packages over to the guys that are deployed. So I think that one really hit close to home because of my three deployments. Mm -hmm. So uh, listening to her and how and all the work that she does and her group does to support the military really does hit close to home.
0: Mm Another one that kind of hits close to home, but in a fun way was the cosplay panel. Uh, for those who know, Trevor is actually with part, along with me is part of Star Trek Pathfinder, um, where we do basically live action storyboards and we go to the different Comic Cons and we dress up. He's Dr. Dallas and I am Lieutenant Commander CJ Peterson.
1: Peterson. <laughs> yeah, so, so she's security, you know,
0: the. But lately I've been bumped up to second in command of the Pathfinder, which is a really scary prospect, but you know, we'll see how it changes when we get back. Um, Right,
1: Uh, the other one that really kind of hit close to home was uh, David Wells, who was uh, the Texas uh, Baptist Men's Ministry. And that's because they help individuals that have recently gone through a catastrophe. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I think the loss three months have been a bit of a catastrophe. So, you know, that's where you realize where your strengths are, where your weaknesses are, Mm -hmm. and also, you know, who do you rely on and who steps up and
0: helps. Right. Um, Part of what he's referring to is the snow and ice storm that hit Texas um but also we're in the middle of storm season so there's a lot of we had what 27 or 24 tornadoes that ripped through the south yeah last just week last week so texas baptist <clears throat> men step up and they help and that does hit us because we're in texas and we get we've ducked quite a few but we did not duck the snow and ice storm we actually lost power probably about 80 percent of the week
1: yeah lost water lost uh, water 55 percent of the week and then all kinds of damage to the house, Mm -hmm. so yeah. Basically,
0: I tell people we went from the different levels of Jumanji in 2020 to you know, Oregon Trail (laughs) in one foul swoop. So I'm kind of hoping that all of this historical events are gonna slow down a little bit for our own breathing space. Um, One thing you do have to put up and you does have to tolerate, especially once I started recording again, is our crazy recording schedule. Um, I do try to keep it during the day. Uh, for those who have scheduled with me know that I like to try to keep it from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. is usually my cutoff. Sometimes because of work schedules, I have to change it and adjust a little bit more. But he does put up with a crazy schedule. Sometimes there's two and three recordings per day, and you can't be very loud in the house when he does. so. <laughs> so. I don't
1: mind because I enjoy a quiet house. So for <laughs> me, it's I don't mind that at all. I think that biggest thing is just you're away up here quite a bit in the treehouse and so I have to get used to that but
0: yeah because we're usually that. together um the treehouse what he's referring to is my office um, we have basically a one floor home except for the, there's one room upstairs and that is my office and I call it the treehouse uh, there's games there's books there's all sorts of fun things there's instruments there's everything you would have wanted as a kid and an adult and more in here and it's just it's fun but it's also where i do my work um and that includes the journey is real podcast that includes the journey to fruitfulness blog um the journey to fruitfulness blog for those who aren't aware is where we're taking our five acres from ground zero and transforming it into a fully functioning self-sustaining farm and that does include bees, which brings me to my next one that I found the most fascinating was Chris Hanline, where he talks to the bees, and Justin Russell from 8 to 5 to commercial beekeepers.
1: Yeah, I really enjoyed those. And the reason I enjoyed those is obviously we're, when we first moved here, we journeyed into bees and learning how to become beekeepers. And yes, it's someone says, well, it's not a lot of work. Yeah, it it is. actually is a lot of <laughs> work. Is. There's a lot to do. And the storm actually took out
0: half, half of, our hives.
1: of our hives this year. So, And then
0: last year, somebody was spraying poison and didn't notify any of the apiaries. We lost 10 out of 11 hives yep. and our mentor lost 60 out of 80. And we're like, you know, we're not asking you to change how you're doing it. We're just asking you to notify us so we can wrap the bees for about a week. And they didn't, and it hurt us. So that's two years in a row we've gotten smacked.
1: Well, the other thing that that taught me was the two hives that we did protect and insulate came through with flying colors. Uh, The other ones that came through with flying colors were recent acquirements which were stronger stocked bees, those pulled through. The weaker stocked bees, they did not pull through. And I think that's a really important lesson because that teaches us, you know, when you do help God's creatures, Mm -hmm. it ultimately will help you. And so uh, losing, again, half the hives, I think if we had insulated more of them, Uh, I think we could have pulled all of them through Mm -hmm. but
0: well the other thing we do is normally give them sugar water and we normally make sure they have plenty of pollen powder or pollen patties are put in there and we didn't do that this year because we had so much else going on Uh, for those who aren't aware at the end of November we kind of got slammed again we got slapped upside the head Uh, Trevor's dad went into an assisted living facility um but before he got there, he ended up in the hospital for six falls in one year. Yeah,
1: Multiple falls, he's fallen a bunch. So it's been a bit of a challenge.
0: And he's in New York um, state, which is a full lockdown state. So we couldn't even go up to help.
1: And then the other thing is obviously we lost your mom, which was, uh, your mom was put in hospice and then she ended up going to heaven.
0: Um, so, she was put in hospice at the same time that Trevor's service dog Delilah was, which was the beginning of December. We lost my mom. Um, at the end of January, January 26th. And then we lost um, his service dog, Delilah. Of
1: almost five years. And for those that at you know, the end of February. Yeah. And for those of you that say, eh, it's just a dog. No, she was more than a dog. She was my service dog. And so she was with us 24-7. And she, she went really trips with us,
0: stores with us, yeah. everywhere with us. It was she like having a child.
1: Without a doubt. So Losing her, it was really tough because, I mean, she was underage, in my opinion, for pausing. And, you know, we did everything we could to keep her here as long as we did. Mm -hmm. And thankfully, we did that because that has helped our new service dog actually get well ahead of the schedule. Mm -hmm. I think she's going to be an outstanding service dog because she's already leaps and bounds ahead of where uh, the former Delilah was Mm -hmm.
0: well part of that was is because we trained her we named her Delilah as well so we had big d and little d and so when we did training we'd say Delilah come and both would come Delilah sit both would sit so we used big Delilah to train little Delilah and of course Delilah being the nurturing dog that she is took little Delilah underneath her wing a lot and kind of
1: mentored her, which brings up a really important factor. And that is if you aren't a mentor, become one. And if you don't have a mentor, find one. Mm -hmm. I think mentors are critical in life. You need someone that you can lean on when you're struggling, besides God and your faith and your spouse. Mm but you need someone that you can call and go, hey, this is what's going on. What would you do?
0: Mm-hmm. As former youth leaders, I was a youth leader for 18 years, you were for seven. Um, there are still some kids that I, I do mentor and they do call me and they do text me. And sometimes it's a verbal 911, um, but the cool thing is watching them as they get older, they're starting to take others under their wing as well.
1: And that's the other key factor is, be a mentor to someone. And the reason you, I believe people need to be a mentor to someone else is we've all gone through struggles mm-hmm. and we've all learned from those struggles. And if you can prevent or help someone who's currently going through that struggle, yeah, it, besides making you feel good, it also helps the next generation mm-hmm. and I believe that that's one area where as a nation we're failing. Well, a
0: lot of times people are afraid to open up. Um, we have two mentors when it comes to bees that we we keep kind of in our back pocket. Um, one has been a, a beekeeper for like 50 years, the other one is a commercial beekeeper. and we're able to call them when we need them or just in celebration. You know, we had honey the first year, Most most apiaries don't. Um, When we started losing the hives because of the poison we called our mentor, and we're like, oh, help us. Um, We also are part of a beekeeping association, actually a couple of them. And so that gives us other people that we can reach out and say, hey, have you had this happen before? How do you fix it? Um, But it's not only for your business life, but also for your own emotional and um, spiritual life as well. When you can have that one person, which my mom was for me, um, take you underneath their wing, it's very helpful when you're going through stuff.
1: Yeah, her mom, Sue Man, was a true prayer warrior. Mm -hmm. And you knew if you said, hey, I need someone to pray for me, I can guarantee she would be the first one. What is it? How is it? How can I help? And what's your specific prayer? Mm -hmm. And I think that's really important, is when we pray, we need to be very specific. I think our God is bigger than we realize, stronger than we realize, and can do amazing things. Miracles happen every day. birth. And...
0: Birth is a miracle.
1: Absolutely. So we need to realize that when we pray, be specific, and you know, allow God to show up and do what he can.
0: Yeah, speaking of that, there were a couple of really, you know, kind of heartfelt and some inspirational uh, podcasts that I've had this year. Um, one of them was Tarina Wilder, where you never under- as- underestimate the power of a planted seed. Um, people we run across every day, planting little seeds in them. D.C. Gomez, Dare to Dream. Um, Paz Ellis, The American Dream. Lori Maben, Crab A, leukodystrophy. She took something that was an extremely hard situation and turned it for the better. Uh, Maxwell Ivy, he's known as the blind blogger and his title, I love the title of his blog. What's your excuse? I mean, yeah. he's blind and he's doing it. Blind blogger is doing it. So what's your excuse? Um, Lee Chambers, uh, Nate Payo, James Roberts. There's so many out there who are um, inspirational individuals who have had my podcast. And, you know, I have a whole bunch of other ones lined up. They're people that are everyday people who aren't afraid to open up and talk about their journey. Um, The journey is real, real people, real passions, real hearts. These people get a hold of me or I get a hold of them if I hear their story. And I say, hey, come sit down and have a chat with me. And as you know, we take... 20, 25, sometimes up to 30 minutes, um, and just sit down and talk about their journey, talk about their passion, why it's their passion, talk about how to find them. Um, The cosplay people, they were a blast. They were a kick. Um, I ended up doing two podcasts, a part one and a part two with them. Um, There's so much out there, and people are just afraid to open up. Um, The journey is real. There's a lot of times people like, well, I don't really know if you want to talk about this. Well, Christy Summers was one of them. And she opened up about her journey about depression. And on the journey is real. I like to take the mask off, knock the walls down and be real with people. That's why it's real. That's why people appreciate it. Um, There are so many out there to choose from. And I have so many more guests that I've already started recording and I've got a whole lot more this week to record and I'm going to keep recording for you guys because you are loyal listeners and you'd like to know the stories behind the passions and the journeys and and it makes you feel like you're not alone. I think that's the biggest one.
1: I think it's a really important factor is regardless of your situation I can guarantee all you have to do is look up podcasts and search any topic And there's at least 100 other people, Mm -hmm. at least sometimes thousands, sometimes millions that are going through the same thing that you're going through. And if anything, this COVID-19, 2021, however long it lasts, is definitely showing us that regardless of a pandemic or a change in presidency or a change in your life, someone else is going through what you're going
0: through or has
1: or has gone through what you're going through Mm
0: -hmm. and some people like well where did you get the title the journey is real um initially i wasn't a podcaster um initially i was an author a christian fiction author and the the motto that i have or the tagline that i have is while the stories are fiction the journey is real and in my books You experience a lot, (laughs) I guess, is to underline it. No, you do. Um, I have three series currently out. The Grace Restored series, the Holy Flame trilogy, the Divine Legacy series. There's a standalone book called Strength From Within. I'm currently working on a Christian sci-fi trilogy. Uh, There's also another standalone that I've got part partway finished with. Um, Even the little guys, Chief and Sarge. Theirs is about everyday journeys. Um, Their first book is on cruising. We'll be working on their second book hopefully this year and get it out in time for Christmas. But to me, life is a journey. You know, whether stories are fiction, the journey is real. The Journey to Fruitfulness blog is our journey of taking our five acres from ground zero to a fully functioning, self-sustaining farm. I don't just share our joys and successes. I share our mistakes, our epic failures. (laughs) You know, I share it all so that you don't experience it. It's kind of a cheater's way of mentoring. Um, You know, when you read through them, you learn the lessons that we've learned. And a lot of times I apply them to our spiritual life. And it lets you grow with us. Uh, We just planted a bunch of trees. Um, That's going to, I think, be the next blog, I believe, for the journey to fruitfulness, because most of them were fruit trees. Um, We're going through a lot as changes, as much as life throws at us, just as much as you are. Um, A lot of times it's how you handle it. Mentors help. When you have somebody like, I am blessed to have my, you know, Caring, supportive, and trusting husband who's always there beside me to hold my hand and, or hug me when I cry, or, you know, if if he's in pain, you know, it's like okay, day off, you know. When you have a teammate, uh, a best friend, a partner in crime, um, and that's your other half, your spouse there is nothing you really can face I think that's that going to take you down.
1: I think that in spirituality, I think if I did not believe in God,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I would really have struggled throughout mm-hmm. my life. And
0: definitely.
1: I definitely know that regardless of anything else, I know who my Lord and Savior is. And I know that Jesus Christ died for my sins. Mm-hmm. So if nobody else or if everybody else abandons me i know that jesus and god will not
0: Mm -hmm. he's walked through us he walked through my domestic violence issues he walked with you through your military experience and career and you know he's still walking through us today i mean we love each other we care for each other Uh, we make mistakes we're real Um, There are some times where we know we'll get upset with each other. There's some times where our past triggers things and it just turns something very simple into something that's a mess. Um, But when we keep God in the center of our relationship, it brings us closer together. The further we go from God, the further we'll go from each other. The closer we go to God, the closer we grow together. And that's another key important factor in our life. And in the lives of actually quite a few of those that I interviewed as well. Um, Terry McKee was one yeah. where God was the center and kept her centered when her husband was basically attacked and shot in the back and what paralyzed at a rest area. You know, that completely changed their life. There's so many things in this world that are going to happen to you regardless of who you are or what you do. Um, being a Christian, it gives it allows us to handle it differently. Because we know things are gonna come at us, but we know whatever has come at us, that God will look after us.
1: This isn't this isn't our home. This is just our temporary place and you know heaven is home. Mm-hmm. And while I'm in no hurry to get there, uh, I definitely realize that this is temporary. And mm-hmm. you can't take anything when you pause. Yep.
0: Now, while this is not a Christian podcast, there are quite a few who do talk about faith. And I don't shy away from it more, any more than I would shy away from anything else. Um, when people share their heart, there's some who they cling more to their spirituality Um, and it's not a Christian spirituality but it's a different type of spirituality and I have no problem with people sharing that at all Uh, when something is close to somebody's heart and it's their core that is what guides and directs their passions and so to me sharing your heart um, being a Christian I can't help but share that in everything in my writing, in my podcasts, in my blog, you know, in even just my social media posts. He's there because he's at my core. And that's what I see the world through. So we have a few minutes left. Is there anything else that you would like to add?
1: No, just bear with us. Um, Obviously, it's been a challenging few months, but we got through it. I, you know. I know we
0: still have one more big hurdle that we need to do that we were also informed of last year. Um, my sweet loving husband over here has uh, two cages in his lower back from L1 to S1, and six out of the eight screws are loose. So there may be another potential huge back surgery that we may need to go through. Um, so, for those praying people out there, please continue to keep us in your prayers as we continue to climb out of this mess that we've landed in. Yeah
1: we'll get through it Mm -hmm. and I think one of the things that I'm constantly reminded of is without the storm there's no rainbow Mm -hmm. so
0: without you know the fires that hit the lands the fires help replenish the earth
1: right you know the storms take out a bunch of growth but when it wipes something clean, it's kind of like a clean slate.
0: So, Mm -hmm. Well, like the bees. When the storm came, it took out half the hives. It took out the weaker hives and it left the strong bees.
1: Right. So if you see life's challenges as, oh my gosh, you know, woe is me, that's how you're going to go through life. Whereas if you see, well, you know what? When I come through this, I'm going to be stronger and I'm going to have a better idea and a better grasp on how to deal with this in the future.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, one of my verses that's closest to my heart is Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. It says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper, not to harm you, to give you a hope and a future. When I'm going through stuff, even before I met my husband, that was the one verse that I clung to because I knew it didn't matter what I was going through that God had a plan, hope, and a future for me. I just had to get there. And that he was with me the whole way through
1: couldn't agree more
0: so well thank you for coming on and sharing your heart and joining with me today Uh, some people know him as super hubby those who follow the blog Um, you can find the blog on my website which is cjpetersonwrites.com that's c-j-p-e-t-e-r-s-o-n-w-r-i-t-e-s i have the journey to fruitfulness blog is on there on the blog page I have stuff about Serenity Acres Apiary, which is our farm. I have the books. All the different books are on there. Um, Feel free to go over there and kind of look around, see what you can find. There's stuff about Chief and Sarge. There's a page called The Treehouse where I've read different books to children, especially when COVID hit. I figured it gave the parents a little bit of a break. It's read via YouTube. So you can kind of sit back and relax with your children. Um, There's a lot of different things that we try to do to help others. I think sharing our stories is the biggest possible way that we could. Sometimes we try to hide it because we think what we went through is embarrassing or humiliating or something that I don't wanna admit that I went through. The problem is, is that could be the very thing that somebody else needs to hear to get through what they're going through. So for those who have a passion who haven't gotten in touch with me yet, please go to the Journey is Real podcast page on my website and fill out the little form and it will send a message to me to let me know that, hey, I'd like to be on your podcast. I'm always looking for guests who like to share their passions. Um, for those who are authors, I love having authors on. I just need something other than your books and writing to be your passion. <laughs> so we always go round and round about those. We'll talk about your books. But I'm always looking for guests who want to share their heart, who are willing to be open to share about not just their passion, but the journey behind it. That's just as key. What brought you to what you went through? Both Trevor and I have gone through a lot of stuff in our lives. There's a lot of stuff that we had to work through, but had we not gotten through that, we wouldn't be the people that we are today. And to me, that is key. So, Thank you guys for listening to The Journey is Real where we talk to real people with real passions who share a real portion of their hearts. I'm CJ Peterson of cjpetersonwrites.com. Until next time.